here we are back he is i and i is him it is the voice of j culture this is the voice of j culture podcast and you are locked in so we're gonna kick things off in our usual manner you know how we do a little bit of the small small news of course and that comes by the way of xbox game pass so xbox game pass a uh, subscription model that microsoft have used for their home console and pc platforms the latest batch of games that go on that subscription service which i might add is very very compelling is none other than a certain gem which i hold in very very high regard and that is octopath traveler imagine that who would have thought octopath traveler from square enix makes the jump over to xbox game pass and it's strange it's very unexpected it is a japanese rpg in every sense of the word a little bit on octopath traveler it's a role-playing video game developed by square enix in collaboration with acquire and nintendo the game was released for nintendo switch back in july 2018 for microsoft windows in 2019 and then even google stadia in april 2020 and now for the xbox one in march 2021 so what started off as a nintendo switch exclusive has made the jump to several different platforms all of these platforms however weren't traditional home consoles it stayed a home console exclusive on the nintendo switch up until microsoft have come in and put it on made it make its debut sorry for the xbox uh, game pass the game has sold over 2.5 million copies worldwide as of february 2021 and received generally favorable critical reception with the most common point of praise going to its graphics and art style and that is of course the infamous hd 2d art style that that game used it is one of the most gorgeous beautifulest games your eyes can ever ever behold it is wonderful the gameplay gameplay is brilliant a big massive shout out goes to that musical score i've seen breakdowns on the soundtrack and the overall sound design and i must say i'm going to try and put links in the description here so you can go and check out some of the breakdowns and search it up on youtube because some of the mechanics that goes into the sound design not just the, the songs themselves are fantastic but how the songs sort of loop in and out of stages of battle and dialogue and action on screen it is masterful stuff from some of the very very best in the industry it is amazing octopath traveler there are i think there should still be a demo out on it i'm not too sure but it is the birth of what has now sort of um taken on a new life of its own the hd 2d series because since the release of octopath traveler um, there was a prequel, I believe, that was released in Japan using the same style. That prequel was Octopath Traveler Conquerors of the Continent. That was released in 2020 in Japan. Um, mobile version. It's been on Stadia, like we mentioned, and PC. Its spiritual home is on the Nintendo Switch. Since its release, we have had Bravely Default 2. And again, I've said it, if I said it once, I've said it many times. I was excited to see Bravely Default 2 because I figured because octopath traveler sold so well after um bravely second and before that bravely default one octopath traveler sold so well well here comes bravely default two if that sells well then 
it bodes well for there being a sequel to Octopath Traveler or the next installment in game of that ilk. Bravely Default, they're, they're made by the same teams, but it's slightly different. Brave, the Bravely series doesn't have that HD 2D art style. And to my surprise and astonishment, and I'm still excited by it, you had Project Triangle Strategy, which is the true spiritual successor of Octopath Traveler. It does use that HD 2D style, and it is a lot like Tactics Ogre and uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, if I've said that right. I hope I haven't butchered those names, but you know which games I'm talking about. And of course, um, uh, Octopath Traveler. Those games, the Project Triangle strategy, it looks like almost like Octopath meets Fire Emblem, all right? For um, those people who are more based on Nintendo consoles, that's a, uh, a comparison maybe some of you would uh, recognize and be able to digest a little bit better. So yeah, imagine that. Project um, Octopath, well it's not Project anymore, Octopath Traveler, now on the Xbox ecosystem, the head of Xbox, and basically everyone over there on Microsoft, they've made more of an effort to put Eastern style games, i.e. JRPGs, Japanese games, uh, into their ecosystems, and you're seeing evidence of that now. They're trying to get more of a foothold in Japan in any way they can, and that comes in the way of putting Octopath Traveler on the Xbox, namely Xbox Game Pass. Big move, please check that game out. Sort of my favorite games of the last few years and one of the, my favorite JRPGs, old school JRPG style. So it's, it's in the mode of the old school, true tried and tested J turn-based JRPGs, but it's fantastic in every way. Okay, now I wanna talk a little bit about the UK sales charts because I've seen some interesting developments here. Okay, as we know, we've had Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury shooting straight up to the top of the charts and staying there since release, well, pretty much since before release, but it stayed up there for the past three or four weeks. Um, most of that top 10 is made up of Nintendo titles, Nintendo Switch titles. That's not a surprise. That seems to be the case almost every week now for I don't know how long it's been, how many years that has been the case, but there's been a development with the restock of the PlayStation 5. Okay, so we've had a recent restock of PlayStation 5s and with that little bit of a drip feed that is coming instantly, boom, we've had a little bit of a shift in the sales. Okay, and what has happened, who knows? I do not suspect it to stay like this for too much longer, but as of right now, as of recording, we are midweek, we have Spider-Man, Miles Morales, at number one, and that has usurped Super Mario 3D World and taking it off of the top spot. I do suspect that that will change, um, but as of right now, this is what it is. So let's take a look at the top 10. You have Spider-Man Miles Morales at number one, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury at number two, Animal Crossing still there. Number three, we have Mario Kart 8 Deluxe at number four. After four years, this game is in the top five. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. You have Minecraft on the Switch, the Switch version of Minecraft making up the top five. So pretty much there, four out of the top five are Switch games. Then you have Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. So that makes up the top six. So you can see the level of sales we are talking about for, for you know, Call of Duty. You're talking about some real heavy hitters. Call of Duty Black Ops is mid-table at this point. GTA 5, which is just a sales phenomenon, it all in, of its own juggernaut of a game 
you, I don't know when we're going to look at these sales charts and see GTA 5 not in there. Probably, I suspect, when GTA 6 comes out. That's what it's going to take. Assassin's Creed Valhalla at number 8. Super Mario 3D All-Stars is at number 9. Okay, that game, I believe it comes off of different um, storefronts, stores, online stores. This month, I believe it's at the end of the month, along with Super Mario 35 as part of the Super Mario 35th anniversary. Uh, but yeah, it's still there at number nine. So it's selling real heavy. Number 10, Ring Fit Adventure. There was a lot of naysayers regarding Ring Fit Adventure. And here we are, years after the fact, one or two years after the fact, and it's still making up the top 10. Amazing. But it's very interesting to see that with that shift in stock in the UK sales chart, as you know, PlayStation always have a mega mega um, presence here in the United Kingdom, one of their best markets, period. Um, they have gone to the top of the charts with it with their restocking of the hardware and obviously people need games to go along and sell with that. So Spider-Man Miles Morales has shot up to number one there. And yeah, very interesting. We'll see how that develops and we'll keep a close eye on that. Okay, on to the next topic I wanna talk about and that is Fortnite. Okay, so we've got a new season of Fortnite. And one thing I will say about Fortnite, it has been genius in that they have been able to constantly refresh and update that game throughout the years. What is it now we're on? It's essentially Fortnite 2. What is this, season six of it? Oh, yeah. And what is it called? Primal. With that, there was a, um, a release trailer. And it's basically... In a, in, a, in a sense, recapping what has come from the previous season going into the next one. So you saw the likes of um, the, the Xenomorph Alien from the Aliens film. You saw Ryu in there from Street Fighter. You saw the Terminators along with Sarah Connor. You saw Ripley. I might as well mention Ripley. So you saw it, it was quite an epic moment in that you saw Sarah Connor from the Terminator franchise and you saw Ripley from the Alien franchise almost tag teaming up there against the, the Terminators and the Alien Xenomorph. So two, two, two bad to the bone females from, um, you know, 80s pop culture teaming up there. It was gas. It was gas. I have to give them credit for that one. Like I mentioned, Ryu, uh, you saw Master Chief in there. Yeah. And um, it goes forward into their next season. So I just wanted to give that a shout out. Go and check that out on YouTube so you can see the visuals from what I'm talking about. Excellent stuff. And we're gonna move on now to another game adjacent to Fortnite. It is in the same genre. You're talking about your battle royals first person, well, Fortnite is third person, but you're talking about your shooter battle royals and that is Apex Legends. Because Apex Legends, as of last week, landed onto the Nintendo Switch and I want to take this time to talk about my experience with the game. Okay, I have not played it on the Switch uh, very often since it has dropped. I played it with um, Dan from Dan's Distillery. What I will say it was very good at was matchmaking. So it makes use of the Nintendo Switch's um, matchmaking invite system. A surprisingly few amount of games make use of that system. But I used it and it worked smoothly, as smoothly as you would expect from, you know, modern online infrastructure. And as we know, Nintendo have been behind when it comes to that for far too long. Now, the performance of the game visually, 
visually visually i was actually shocked even for the switch i was actually shocked at how blurry and subpar it looked running on the switch i think just to wrap it up it is in a sense about what you would expect maybe on the lower end of what you would expect from how a game looks on the switch a big sort of triple a third party experience um and it tells in a game like this because in a game where you rely on draw distances and details sporting enemies far off on the horizon and such uh yeah it comes into play things like frame rates and stuff like that where people you know at close quarters it's not as big of an issue but across distances it becomes an issue and it's one of those games i, I suppose if it is your only way to play this game you'll play it and you'll have fun it's not the optimal way to play it though so if you've got it on other systems that would be probably a much smoother experience than it than it is on the nintendo switch i expect it to um improve as they patch it over time but i think it's more so not just the frame rate it targets 30 frames per second it does a decent enough job of holding that but it's more so the resolution which i feel could be a bit of a hindrance and make the decision as to whether you know the split second decisions as to whether what you're looking at is indeed an enemy and are they moving are they looking at me before you know it your head top's gone whereas they might be playing on another system and yeah they've got the drop on you as a result so what's interesting is crossplay but you can switch and toggle the crossplay on and off that might make it a more fairer experience should i say um when you're playing with other switch users who have the same i suppose in if we're talking about here the limitations i think the limitations in this game are of more note at this point than any then um i suppose the the pluses whereby you can play it on the go or play it wherever you are in your house it's a brilliant solution because you can play with other people on other platforms so you're not left out if you have a switch for example we did the same thing in our gaming circle where we did it in fortnite we had people playing on mobile we had people playing on switch we had people playing on other consoles that was a great experience and trust me we had massive fun so in that type of sense i suppose it does work and it's brilliant but it is it does come with concessions and they are blatantly obvious here with apex legends on the nintendo switch okay i think that just about wraps it up so before i leave you what i'll do is i'll talk about some of the games that i've been playing recently and that is smash bros and arms um and apex legends actually yeah so smash bros arms Apex Legends, I have been playing those games uh, more recently. ARMS has taken on a new uh, life for me almost because we were playing on stream as part of our fist flying Friday fight clubs and the people started pouring in and we actually got to play with some very, very skilled higher level um, players, you know, people who do tips, online youtube channels and so on so they were able to come and give me a few pointers give pointers to the um the people in the chat and it's you know seeing the game played at that level yeah i'll be back it definitely definitely enhanced my experience i've always um loved the game i found out also with arms um things related to arms that the manga which has been in development has been cancelled because I always mention when I'm talking about ARMS that the characters are so fantastic. I really want Nintendo to do something with those characters. I, I, even if it's not another game, I feel like those characters are so good that they should be utilized across, you know, the Nintendo ecosystem or across media in some way. Find a way 
to make it happen. And that manga was exactly what I was talking about. Something along those lines. So to, to hear that it's been cancelled for whatever reason, it was going to be by Dark Horse, so you know it was going to be legit. But it's been cancelled, and that is a bummer, man. That's a proper bummer. So we've been playing ARMS. We've been playing Smash Bros. It's been lit. Um, we're going to try and go again for Splatter Day Saturdays. We didn't have a Splatter Day Saturday. We didn't have a Super Kirby Sunday we had to take a breather and go and pursue and do other things in that time. But we will be back. Fists will fly on Fridays. Splatterday Saturdays will return. Super Kirby Sundays will return. We will game again. And that's where you can catch us. So that will be on twitch.tv J underscore culture. Right. So you can check us out. Come hang with us. Game with us over on Twitch. All right. And all that's left to do now is to thank you and, and ask you to please look after yourselves and each other until the next time. All right. Peace safe.